Welcome to the Nebraska Hour. I'm Timmy Nebraska. Yes, you are. This is McGee again. Yes, it is. Per usual. Um, we're doing the Hornets today, but first, let's do a little NBA Finals. Let's. Uh, what do you yeah, think? I uh, probably should have hedged. Dude, I man, I wish you would have. I didn't want to. I wanted it to work out. Your value was super high, though. So. I, I've lost very little. I'm not. I'm over it. Yeah, yeah. I'm over it. Right? Like that didn't hurt. But I, um, I'm an idiot. You know, I knew I should have, and I kept talking myself out of it. Just the heads to get your 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 one X bet back was. I wasn't doing that. I was gonna hedge to make money. No, but still, that was the simplest one. I should do it when they're down 2-0. I mean, when they're up 2-0, I should then bet on, on Milwaukee. Sorry, you know what I mean. When we mentioned this on the show, too, a couple And times. I would have gotten, I think I came out to like plus 350. I should have put a couple hundred on that. I'm an idiot, but I didn't do it. It is what it is. I sleep very comfortably at night. Man, you're the care. guy that always says, if you, hedge, if you can hedge, hedge. If you can hedge, hedge. I love guaranteed money. And then you didn't do it. I'm a little bummed out about that, Greg. I'm a little disappointed in you. Slightly. Yeah. You know you're what? always the guy. You know how much I care about your disappointment? Very little. Yeah, you if, know. If it. anything at all. Look at you. Look at you. <laughs> but I'm just, you know, I'm just, you know, you always give me the same advice, so uh, I'm doing the same thing back. Yeah, I, that's not advice. That's criticism. Well, you know, constructive. Advice is in advance. Well, but I told you to hedge. I gave you advice, and now I'm giving you criticism. Yeah, I ignored your advice. I ignored my own advice. I didn't do it. It is what it is. You know, see, now, now we're flipping roles here. I've ignored your advice before several times. Yeah, so has it been a good decision? Makes sense. You know, sometimes. <laughs> Rarely. Uh, sometimes I like to you hear. You should always take my advice. Sometimes I like to hear that uh, people think I'm a little, I'm a little out there. I'm like, all right, I'm rolling with it. Let's yeah. do it, baby. That's that's the truth. Um, blind blind shooter confidence, man. That's my style. Yeah. <laughs> Just call me Jr. Smith, dude. Yeah, man. <laughs> that's the one. That's the one. Um, the draft is like this week. Yeah, it's coming right right away. So we get to start finding out how close. Our minds line up with some of the GMs in the league. It should be cool, I think. Um, I always love the NBA draft anyway. I do it's the only draft that I actually watch. Yeah, I'm excited. The NFL draft's like 60 hours of Mel Kuyper, and I can't handle it. The Nuggets aren't up yet. I mean, obviously, we talk about the Nuggets in another couple episodes. But um, when I here's the name I want to hear. And he might fall far enough that we could maybe scoot up a couple spots and draft Zaire Williamson. Uh, I like Zaire, too. He, I do. I, th- I feel like he was a little... Stanford, he kind of underperformed at Stanford, but I think there were some health issues, and also I think there was a COVID thing. And also, it was just a crazy fucking year. His one year in college was the weirdest year of college basketball ever. So... He his talent was there going but prior to going to college. His raw talent's still there. Good coaching, a situation like Denver where he wouldn't have to be right in inserted right into the lineup. He could he can practice with the team and learn the game. And I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't hate a Zaire Williamson addition to the Denver Nuggets. Denver is really good at that too. That they do the um, they draft somebody that's not an immediate need because we got a lot of depth now anyway. Yeah. A lot of young guys. Yeah, so, we so there's to, time to develop. We were able to sit out, sit out on on, on Michael Porter Jr. for a year. I think I've you said know? this about a lot of guys, but you, I would love to give like 25 pounds to Zaire Williamson. I would also you know, just, love to give 25 pounds to to Bull Bull. I would. We could both give 25 pounds to Bull Bull. I'm not. I mean, I could lose 25, but if I lost more than 25, I would look very funny. 
I could lose 20, 25. I could easily lose 25. I probably look pretty damn I mean, I look damn good anyway. I but. look great, and I would look phenomenal if 25 pounds lighter. But I, more than 25, then, people, definition, then people start wondering if I'm, like, you're sick, right. you know? Um, <laughs> Man, as soon as I said I the word. A, I caught a little tickle in my throat there. It's as soon weird. as I said the word. That was funny. I've been a little little bit weird, but man, the COVID shot kind of got me again. You got the second shot yeah, the other day. Yeah, man. And like, it wasn't like sickness really, but my throat got tight a little bit. Yeah, I you sat there for like an shit. hour. I'm a little bit raspy still, yeah. yeah. My arms got real sore. My whole side got real sore. My back hurt for a couple, yeah. couple of days. Um, I went to the doctor again today, and uh, I asked her about it, and she's like, man, that's kind of a weird thing. She's like, you feel fine? I was like, yeah, I never didn't have a fever. I didn't have any like respiratory issues. Um, just my th- voice is a little messed up. Still is. She's like, I don't think they've anybody's had that yet that she's seen at least. When I, I was like, I don't know. Man. When I think I had COVID, I then didn't have a voice for like three weeks afterwards. But that oh. was two years ago almost. You know, oh, a year crazy. and a half ago. You know. So yeah, I got some weird symptoms from the shot. I'm fine now. My voice still messed up still. Yeah. But I'm not sore like that anymore. Uh-huh. My back hurt bad. My whole side was super sore. All right. Well, so we delayed the show for a couple of days here. Yeah, it's okay. No, nobody has uh, any expectations of us sticking to any schedule anymore. Yeah, so. yeah, and we're just trying to jam it out before we both get out of here, Connor. Well, well, much yeah. we can before you know. Yeah, um, with the Nebraska Hour podcast is going to be easier for easier for us to keep going via Zoom than the Bushwood podcast or the OG version of Bet Your Ash. But um, all three are doable. None of the none of these. If we want to keep these podcasts going, it's up to us. Like nobody's gonna be in our way. We can For do sure. this, you know. Sure. So, all right, let's um let's take a quick break and then let's get cracking on the Hornets, okay? Right on. Sorry about that. We're back. Um, so the Charlotte Hornets. I really like their roster. They got a lot of players there. They seem to have made a lot of good moves the last few years. I don't know if they're going to be really, really good or not, but I, I like their players. I think they were smart enough to get out of the, off that Kemba Walker contract before they had, you know, before it was a real problem. I think they were willing to take on Gordon Hayward when a lot of other people thought he was still, you know, going to be injured. And I think that they kind of got him at the right time, and he's, you know, on the bounce back. Um, um, he didn't look great a lot of times last year, but, but he showed signs, you know. He had some flashes of yeah. of Utah Jazz Gordon Hayward here and there. Great draft pick last year in Lamella. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, rookie of the year. Let's go through the uh, let's actually let's go through the roster so we know what we're talking about. Uh, so Gordon Hayward still under contract for four more years, big money. Three Terry more. Rozier, three year, three more years. Correct, three more years. Pardon me, big money, all three years. Terry Rozier is entering the last year of his deal, which. Uh, that's interesting because that means he could be very, very desirable on the trade market. Um, I don't think he's enough value to trade if they want to move up in the draft. So I think they're going to stick with Arlington. But draft. there's okay, but there's still there's still other trades to be made For where because sure, yes. people are going to want him because he's coming off books. If right? the Hornets so, bomb, kind of, then the contender can grab him, and you can get. Then they can I get understand that, but also there's bad teams that want contracts that come off their books. That's true too, right? Like, then you free say, up money. Let's yep. say I am, I don't fucking care. The Detroit Pistons, right? And I have a player for three more years signed 
who I feel like this is a bad fit and it's a bad contract, right? I can trade him for Terry Rozier, and instead of waiting for three years to clear the book, I get I get him off in a year. You know, you can get that guy off, and then you give him some right. some compensation or something like There's that. There's yeah, always demand for guys in the last year of their contract, whether it's a big deal or a little deal. It's a, it it could be an incredible trade piece. Right? All right. So Terry Rozier is entering the last year of his deal, and he's sitting at eighteen million. Uh, Cody Zeller's or Zeller's gone. His contract is off the books. Uh, Lamelo Ball obviously still has a, a year plus two more, you know, team options. Malik Monk off the books. Maybe they try to resign him. You can get him cheap. Yeah, it, I don't know if yeah. they liked having him around I, or not, but I think Malik Monk is a pretty is a pretty valuable player. I um, think he, he's he's really young still too. You can and if you can get him for six five seven seven five, you know, if you can get seven and a half million dollars a year, like that's a great piece. I used to think that the better the two um, between Monk and Kevin, or not Kevin Knox. Yeah. Yeah, it is Kevin Knox yeah. for the uh, Knicks, um, was going to be Knox. And then Knox suddenly just cannot shoot. Yeah. And the, the Hornets made the best pick there. Um, let's keep going. So they got P.J. Washington. He's got a year and then a, a team option year. They got Miles Bridges entering the last year of his deal. That's probably someone you want to re-sign. Um, Bismack Biombo is off the roster. Brad Wanamaker off the roster. Devontae Graham off the roster. Nick Richards off the roster. They also have Caleb Martin entering like a, a, a partially guaranteed final year of his deal. They have Cody Martin in the last year of his deal. Jalen McDaniels, uh, two years of partially guaranteed money. Vernon Carey Jr., you know, two years and a team option. And that is about it. They are still paying Nicholas Batum this year and one more year. I didn't even um, know that. Yeah, nine million too. Nine million each year, which means whoever they traded him to is paying the difference. Because I bet you his contract was probably closer to. They trade him to the Clippers, right? I bet you they only have to pay the difference. He might have been getting like eighteen a year. It was a lot, and they split it. He's getting paid a lot. Yeah, yeah. I bet you it's eighteen a year. He's getting eighteen, and he. I bet you that that uh, Charlotte's do on the hook for half. Nicholas Batum was so good in Portland for a while, and yeah. then he lost some confidence, and he put on a ton of weight, and he just he's getting old too. Um, I always liked Batum a long time ago, though. Um, so it worked out for the Clippers. Like they brought him in, he got some valuable. Playoff minutes and uh, he's a good shooter, good spot of shooter for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, really good rebounder for being like the style of player he is too. So here's what's interesting to me about this con or this roster. After this year, before you do any moves this off season or next off season, after this year, you only got four guys under contract, right? Like there, there is so much room to work here. So they don't have their like, you know, they don't have like a base locked in long term to yeah. build on or anything. Well, you figure that if you want a base, I want to immediately try to to re-sign or extend um, bridges. Okay, what about uh, Rogier? Uh, Rogier, he gets a lot of money. He 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 got paid. He got overpaid 
Terry Rozier got paid for what he did in Boston and not what he's what he is going to do. It's still under twenty million. It's really it's it's yes, it's a lot of money, but no, it's not a lot of money. This isn't. He's not getting paid what Lamelo's going to get paid when he oh not close signed, right not close. He's not getting paid what Gordon Hayward is going to go like Gordon Hayward's going to go down to a number below this on his next deal. Yes. You know? um, I don't think that it's uh, outrageous now. Should it be closer to 14? Yeah, sure, but everybody gets a little bit more than they deserve in the NBA. So, but you take LaMelo, yeah. and I want to re-sign, um, I want to extend Bridges, and you got to keep Devontae Graham. Devontae Graham has been a phenomenal player for you as a second-round pick, and he's, he's, he's the guy we talk about a lot. He stayed in school all four years. He's like the seasoned vet with, without being a seasoned vet. Which like Denzel Denzel Valentine type of guy, but Devonte was an all star this last year. Uh, I would really try to resign him too. Uh, so you, if you have Devonte and I love PJ Washington, love Malin Bridges and Lamelo, and Hayward's around for a while. So if you can get um, Rozier resigned, even if it's a two year deal, mm-hmm. just to keep a base mm-hmm. players around you, and then you look to the draft right. And and free agency, but the draft first. And last week I mentioned the same thing. One of my favorite guys in the draft is uh, uh, James Booknight. Yeah. And he's just a bucket getter. Yeah, a and lot of people are talking about him too. His stock's going up going into the draft on Thursday. Thursday is the draft? Yeah, Thursday. First round. There's a first round. They just do the first round though. Yeah, yeah, um, And then the second round. Or no, they just do the, the lottery or something like that, right? I don't know. They've they do it weird. The last they've done a couple different ways. I think ways. they do the first round. You might be right. They might do the lottery Thursday and then the rest of the first round and the second round Friday. I think I, so. I don't remember. I don't remember. They changed it last year a little bit. I think because of COVID deal or whatever too. They might do first round Thursday, second round Friday. Maybe I'm not really sure. There's only two rounds in the NBA, so it goes pretty quick. Really quick. Uh, so you have a base there, and then weirdly. No one's ever, no one's heard Nerlens Noel for a long time. What are you talking about? He's fucking in New York, right? Yeah, but he, I mean, he didn't, I mean, he's not he like a big, he, he, he take, did, he, he did. He had to take a few weeks off because of an injury. It uh, wasn't COVID though. It was like a legit injury. So th- this, like this season, this season, something like that. Yeah. This, this season he added, he plays in pretty good minutes for the Knicks were an interesting team. There were a whole lot of guys that have underperformed their whole career that kind of finally got it together. It yeah, was yeah. fun to watch. It was. It was. Watch. And you know what? Um, it's a, a testament to how good of a coach Tibbs is. Agreed. Agreed. He might not be a great playoff coach, but man, he's a great regular season team building kind of coach. So if the Knicks get, if they if they end up letting Nerlens Noel go, um, the Hornets had the worst inside of five feet, two point, you know, defensive percentage in the league. Yeah, Bismack Biombo did not do what he was supposed to do. And did Cody Zeller. Well, Cody Zeller had less expectations of him. He's still seven feet tall. Yeah. Like, you, you got to protect the rims, huh? Okay. And they just, they just didn't do it. Yeah. Not well, at least. Yeah. So, if you get Nerlens Noel, you can kind of sure up a spot there. You get Book Knight in the draft to get uh, to get the two guards solid because if Rozier ends up leaving, you're going to need somebody. And PJ is a big dude. I mean, they've been playing at a four. And and him and Bridges both, they just kind of alternate three, four. Positionless, essentially. But New Orleans Noel starts, and then you have a solid protector to start. Yep. And then you got 
uh, Leangelo. He's a good player. I don't care what anybody says, man. Nerlens Noel is, he, is somebody you want on your team, you know? He just didn't fit with the Sixers when he got drafted because they had they drafted three big guys in a row, and they're how you going to play Okafer and Embiid and Noel and all these players at the same time. So he got a chance again, and he performed very well. That's the one guy free agency that I would focus on if I was the Hornets. Um, I would immediately try to find a rim protector, and my first guy you can get for a pretty reasonable price if if he, if the Knicks do let him go is Nerlens Noel. So I see your point because I like them adding a young guy. I like them adding a big, right? I get that. I feel like you can always get length and rebounds in the G League, in the draft late. It's it's like 3 and D guys and like veteran point guards. Those are the positions that are hard to find. It's hard to add to your team. So like I feel like it's easier to fill that big man void than it is other types of voids in the NBA. And so, yes, I'm putting, if I'm running the them, I'm definitely putting in an offer on Nerlens Noel. But I feel like I can get a Nerlens Noel type in other in other ways. I agree with that. I just think that Nerlens Noel. I want a guy. That's I don't want con- to have to overpay for him. Is what I really. Because, yeah, get. exactly. That's kind of why I pay for Nerlens Noel because I need that kind of skill. I kind of want to focus on Noel because I don't think you'll have to overpay for him. And I want a guy to start that is that is already um, basketball IQ wise really good defensively. Okay, I understand that point, but this is who I would have gone after instead. And it might be harder because he's a restricted free agent, not like a straight-up free agent. But I think you at least submit the the paperwork. And, you know, you put in the offer for John Collins from Atlanta. Oh, you're going to pay, though. I understand that you're going to pay more than Nerlens Noel. All right, I get that. But because he's young... I like the idea of him growing alongside of Lamelo, and I think that you could. Could you imagine what the two of them could be like in year four of being teammates? It could be like Stockton Malone on steroids. Dude, the Hornets could, if they keep Bridges and Washington, and they get a guy whether it's Noel or or uh, um, John I love Collins. John Collins on that team. Um, in three years, or even less than that, in two years, the NBA. Teams evolve fast, and you can get good quickly. They have a base. They're all young. Think about how the Nuggets went from being just not expected to do anything to being the one seed. Now they're one well, seed. We, kind of, we saw it coming, but we're closer than yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, now, I, and obviously, it'd be fun to have the conversation. Oh, they should sign Lonzo, and you got the brothers together. I get it. That sells tickets. I get it. That's fun. But you're right. They need the big. There's other free agents that they could go talk to. They could go talk to Rashawn Holmes from Sean Holmes, Sacramento Kings. Yeah, that's a great. That he's a so free agent. So when right? we did the, the right? am I crazy? I think he's restricted as well. I can. Uh, when we talked about the Kings, one of the first things I said was, "Man, I would really try to resign Rashawn Holmes because that guy is a beast." Not restricted. He is a okay? straight that's up a, unrestricted free agent. That's another good target. Yeah. Or Jared Allen. Um, he's he is restricted. man. Jared, Jared, Jared Allen, Allen is is, is like the ideal guy, but you're gonna pay a really good to really good contract him. What do you think? I mean, Jared Allen only got three point nine million dollars last year. I know, but he was still on the deal from before from the Nets. Right, but he's not gonna jump up to twenty. He's gonna jump up to, to twelve. He 15. might, man. Because 
he his his uh, year before the Nets when the Nets were bad, bad two years ago, whatever it was. Yeah, uh, man, gonna match whatever. Man, he was a he was a beast inside. The, he was the only bright the spot in that spot. It, whatever the offer is, right? They can't let a play. They're never gonna get a player like that. They gotta keep him in in house if they can. The, I mean, if I was the Cavs, I would keep him also. Yeah, if I was the Cavs, um, I'd be like, hey, and go we already, find When we were in the Cavs, too, deal. right? <laughs> so I was like, Go find shit, your man. best deal and we'll pay, pay you. We'll pay um, you that number, you know? I think Rashawn Holmes is a good choice. And the Kings might let him end up letting him go. I mean, he might, they might. Say. Well, I mean, they, he might never sign with me. You know, right, but they might not be able to be un, the top off. He's off. unrestricted. Yeah. They don't have, they don't get the, op, they, you know, the last say in that. He might decide to leave, basically. Um, it's not even about deciding to leave. It's about seeing all your offers and. You know, go into the team that wants you the most that you think it'll work at, you know. Um, I know he's only a forward. And he's a restricted free agent. But you could probably put in an offer for a Laurie Markkinen. Yeah, so Lowry? Lowry? Laurie Markkinen. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. So, uh, he's a big dude too, though, man. And when he first came in the league, yeah, he I'm was saying. pretty thin. And he put on some weight. Now he's, he's a... He's kind of beefy now. He yeah, can shoot it too. He's, only, he's a good. He's a good. He's a spot. forward, but he kind of does those things. You and know, then you can also go with the fucking legendary old guy. Go get fucking Serge Ibaka. Uh, he does. You know, you you're not asking him to carry a ton of offensive load. You're asking him to get rebounds and play defense, and he can. He's going to be able to do that. Serge is one of those guys that can athletically. He could play till he's forty, probably. Mm-hmm. That guy's a freak athlete, man. He is just phenomenal. And he always um, felt like a team player. You know, you'd see him one year focusing, basically focusing on how they need him. One year he'd be getting a lot of rebounds, the next year he'd be holding the ball more. Like, you know, he seems to... He can shoot a corner of three here and there, too. And, yeah. he, you know, he can put it up. Yeah. Uh, Serge had some really good seasons here and there. Big Toronto. Man, he's had some really... <laughs> Serge. <laughs> Big shot, Serge. Uh, what's the Beverly Hills... It's Beverly Hills cop, right? Serge. No, it's not Serge. It's Serge. <laughs> <laughs> um... That's a good sign too, man. I think maybe maybe you got me on the the Sean Holmes one might be the, the better target than Noel. Well, I, it's also probably a couple dollars more, but not many, not many, because no, Noel is not coming. He's not coming cheap. You're not getting him for a mid level fucking exception or some shit. I want you know? a competent rim protector that I can rely on, and like one of those two, Jared Allen is is the top Jared tier, the, the the dream. But he, you're yeah, not he's get the him. pinnacle you're right, of your right, guy you're there. Not gonna get but Rashawn and or Nerwin's Noel or Laurie Markkinen, um, those guys are all options as yeah. you go on. If, yeah. you, if you get Jared Allen, man, congratulations. That's a good job by you. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And honestly, that's a good job by anybody. Yeah. Um, he's, he's the kind of guy you want on your team. Dallas, I think, might make a run for Jared Allen. If they end up getting, I can see that. Like, I can see that, that might be an interesting squad there too. Let me ask you, and and I'm not saying that they should sign him or he's not coming back or whatever. But <laughs> let's say, let's say Kawhi Leonard doesn't re-sign with the Clippers. Are the Hornets in a position to give him the deal, knowing good and fucking well he's spending the first year of that deal? Rehabbing that injury, you know, and probably not playing next season. So, is Kawhi going to commit to being like the hired gun? I kind of like it. He yeah, just, yeah, he just that. like, winning championship here, love that. Got hurt, whatever, rehab, come win a championship here, whatever, bounce around, win, win titles places just because he feels like it. No, I love that shit. Because there's really been nobody like that in the NBA. I don't know if they've ever been done that before. 
Robert Ory, I guess, kind of did. I could make the argument that there's a couple guys that tried to do it and just weren't successful. Well, yeah. So, like, at the end of his career, J.J. Redick was about, it was on a different team every year shooting three-pointers. You yeah, know, but, like, but Kawhi is the guy. It's, it's not – I mean, J.J. Redick is the guy that he's going to try to help you out. Kawhi is the guy that's going to come win the title. He's he's oh, option true. one. Okay. You know? I see that point. There's not there's I don't I can't think of option one that's been bounced around to go win and Kawhi is the talent to do it, and he doesn't have to be the vocal leader because Kawhi don't talk to nobody. I don't think. Yeah, as long as his but, knee stays together, he's fine. That'd be cool, actually. If he went to Charlotte and just dominated in two years, that that's interesting. I like that kind of idea. Um, more than likely, he resigns with the Clippers, but if he doesn't. Oh, the Hornets have some money to toss around. Maybe you can work a deal to trade. If you, do, if, you, if you don't have the money to toss around, maybe you work a deal to get rid of Rozier and you re-sign Devontae Graham and then you have some extra bread and then you got Book Knight to back up Kawhi his rookie year or second year and then your team is stacked. Stack, stack. You get Rashad Holmes. How, Ooh, you're stacked. I don't really know how viable this is, but I love it. If I well, see, that's man. some shit that I would do on the NBA 2K games. Go, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm chasing that guy down, man. I'm your mind, baby. I will find the money for you. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the move, and then you have a really solid lineup. Now you got to get some guys to fill some Wait, roster spots. I, I, you said it earlier. I apologize. What pick in the draft now? Fourteen. Uh, I just looked at you. It's like tw- I think it's 12? twelve or eleven. Okay. Um, it's eleven. The eleventh pick. Um, which is a really, really good spot for him too, man. Like it's there, there's a couple guys that might fall to him, and Book Knight is is like mock draft right around there. He could be taken early if the Warriors take or if the Magic take the dude from Florida State Barnes. Then Book Knight might fall. If the Magic pass, then the Warriors might take Barnes or Book Knight, and then you get a chance to take Barnes also. Barnes is a Barnes lot like Bridges, though. I don't think so either. Oh, and you but know what? there's a You're lot absolutely of right. There's overlap in talent that is gonna be it it kind of collides with, with Bridges. It could force them both to kind of Practice some of the other things that the other, you know what I mean? Like it might force them both into being more well-rounded players. I can, I, my concern is the, is this floor spacing. If you do something like that and you got to get those guys to agree in the roles kind of, you got to get them. They got to be team players to do some other things that they're not the, that's not their best skill. True. Um, I mean, maybe Davion Mitchell falls down there. If you, if you end up trading Rozier. What about the other Mobley? Uh, it's what is it, Evan and uh, Isaiah? Isaiah yeah. Mobley, you might be able to get him a little later in the draft too. He does a lot of those things we were stuff. looking for in the free agent. He gets a, he can get boards. He can get and boards. I think he's he's big, but I think he's gonna I think he's gonna thicken up. Yeah, you know, like I don't think he's gonna stretch. He's not like Giannis. He's gonna grow another four inches after he's drafted. But I think, I mean, shit, he might already be seven feet. He's, he's really close. If he's not seven feet, he's six eleven. Yeah, they're they're and, right there. And he can go get he can go get loose balls, man. He can go get rebounds. Um, Isaiah, that might be a good pick. For that him. might be a good pick. You're right. Um, Isaiah Todd from the G League. Um, there's not a lot of big. There's not a lot of six ten, six eleven, seven foot guys in this draft that are like real high valued. Right. Uh, Isaiah Todd had a pretty good year last year in the G League, and for a big guy that's a pretty good rim protector for. And he'll put some weight on probably too. Yeah, I think and he, he can shoot it. And you might even and that 
if that's somebody you got your eye on, you might be able to even trade down to like the 17 and get them and maybe get an extra pick out of it. Somewhere. Yeah, the, the mock draft has them in like the early 20s okay. quite a bit. So, so you could 19. maybe you could make a deal and maybe get a, a, a rim protector and uh, somebody oh, else, uh, something like that, Some you know? Extra asset. Uh, that'd be do a good move have, too, man. Do they have any second round picks? They do, but it's 57. So they could get the guy from Turkey. Yeah, yeah, they could. What the, I forget his name. His uh, name is weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, they said it's just nothing but uh, potential. I mean, like you really have no clue. And they talk about, about how uh, like, he's a great passer. Yeah, and he as seems well. to really glide through traffic. Like really glide through traffic. He's so. um, again, more graceful couple, looking Joker kind of style. I've seen about three and a half minutes worth of YouTube clips. Yeah, like, what yeah. What the fuck do I know about this guy? You know. Uh, I forget what his name is. It's something weird though. I had him. Um, on our uh, show a couple weeks ago, he was like one of the guys. Yeah, I was you brought him up. That's that's when you put him on my radar, and then I looked. And he's him. he really is an interesting player. He yeah. has tons of potential. Yeah, he, his yeah. upside is massive. So the fifty-seven pick, he could just be there. Yeah. Um, I think somebody's gonna end up reaching out and grabbing that guy earlier than they probably should. I don't know who that. Somebody's gonna take a flyer on him just because they don't need. A lot of in the draft, and this guy we had this second round pick that should take that guy. Yeah. Uh, Euro stash type. Well, if he turns out to be great, awesome, good job by us. If yeah. not, well, then screw it. It's, well, a, it's a 50 pick or the whatever. The you know? 57th pick is ex- perfect for a Euro stash. Oh, for sure. Um, for sure. All right. Here's my other question for their offseason that I've been thinking about as I prepared this for you to, to work with you today. Would, if you're running the Hornets, would you want like a veteran guard around to kind of help Lamelo develop? Um, do you I, think that Rozier isn't is, doesn't qualify? No, I don't think. I think Rozier is still in his prime. I don't think he's like a vet. I don't look at him as a vet. I mean, What's I just twenty seven. I mean, twenty six. Uh, I'm not really sure. He's actually, a young I, was, man, I, I just think that like he really got. He really got a bunch of experience with the Celtics when they didn't have point guards and stuff. And he had that kind of that run when Tatum was like a rookie and Jalen Brown was there. And that that experience with those guys and that really gives him a lot of knowledge. And he's developed into a guy that nobody thought he was gonna be this good. He was getting paid very little for the Celtics, you know. I fucking nailed it. Twenty seven? Nailed it. Nice, (laughs) nice. I'm never good at that um, game. <laughs> I'm really proud of myself. You know, From Youngstown, Ohio. Birthday? March 17th. St. Patrick's. Day. Nice, nice. Yeah, he's drunk. Uh, no wonder he loved playing for the Celtics. Youngstown, I don't know if he's a drunk. Yeah, yeah. Youngstown, Ohio, that's uh, where all the yeah. football coaches are yeah, from, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's Pelini, the Pelinis and the... Trestle. And Trestle, there's a ton of them. Yeah, it's also where Maurice Claret's from. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Uh, who do you think for a veteran guard? What, what, do, you, what do you think I don't think he'll sign with you, but I would love to see Mike Conley Jr. there. Okay. I would love to I see thought you were going to say Ricky Rubio. No, I don't think they need a point guard. I, think they, I don't think they need distribution. I think what I wanted is the fucking extra confident old vet who just whispered to Bundini Brown it and just whisper in his ear. Be like, dude, you're the fucking future. You're great. You know, and if he hears that shit from Mike Conley, he'll believe it. 
Oh yeah, yeah. You, know, you, like, you, you build your head up, man. Like Mike Conley is part of the reason that Donovan Mitchell is so good. I think. Like I, th- I saw the potential, but not everybody that has potential. He really broke out it. though. Right. Really broke out. Right, and I think a lot of that is because Conley was in his corner. Like, dude, I did it like this. Your talent is this, so that means you could do it like that, and it would work out. And you know, and I'm not, who's gonna who's gonna not believe a word out of Mike Conley's mouth? Mike Conley is a man. He's, the He's man, awesome, dude. dude. If He's he awesome, tells man. me, hey, you could lead this team to fill in the blank to the championship, I would believe the fuck out of him. My God, right? He would be a great. Mike Conley says, "I'm baller." He'd be a great like. Uh, Division two college coach or like HBCU coach or oh, something yeah, yeah. like that and be like, hey, nobody believed you. I believed in you. And everybody yeah, like, all right, man. We're Hell yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, so I just think like that kind of a guy would be great. I think that would be great for LaMelo's development. Now, that might not be great for the team evolution, but it would be great for Melo's development. If you end up signing Mike Conley, then I'm going to get rid of Rogier. Yeah, well, because I want, I so I want Devontae Grant. Honestly, I think you can get rid of Rozier anyway. I think you can trade Rozier in a situation where you can get like a a, a solid role player and future pick or something like that okay, so, to somebody who who needs who might be might be big heavy and need an extra guard. Oh, I don't know, maybe a Detroit Pistons. Uh, or there's a couple teams that could use them. Okay, I don't mean to. There, imply, there definitely is. Some, right, the, the Pistons are a team that, that are could big use heavy. Use a for sure. year. The Magic and, too, and, big heavy. Right, and then Magic have a lot of picks though. Right, they're they gonna do. get somebody. But if you could get a big and a pick for Rozier, you're in a good position, and then you could maybe sign somebody in free agency, whatever. But there the are Memphis other teams. Grizzlies could take Rozier. Yeah, then and one of those teams, it would make sense for Detroit or a Memphis to extend Rozier. And make him part of the future. Yeah. Whereas this team might be a little young for him. So let's say hypothetically that we re- that, we, that, that we sign Mike Conley, right? Um, as a free agent. As a free agent. All right. Okay. You're if you you're, want if you, you want to be Charlotte GM no, or I'm no, a Charlotte uh, GM. Obvious. My 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 <laughs> idea is that if we're gonna do that, then I want to have Rozier gone before the season starts. Okay. I yeah, I, yeah, I don't yeah, want to no, trade him mid season because I want to build fine. the chemistry with Conley. That's fine. Who do you want? Right away. Who do you, what GM do you, am I? Um, you be uh, the Charlotte GM and call me. All Who right. Am I? Uh, let's am do. I let's Detroit? do. Let's do Memphis. Memphis uh, has got some Memphis. pieces. You can, uh, man. Memphis's roster is kind of depleted. I don't really have yeah, much for you. That's kind of hard. All I have are picks for you. If you call me, yeah, that's kind of hard. If you call me and I'm Denver, we need, I mean, I'm Detroit, not Denver. We got some guys. If you, you got some. There, you got some guys. Wait a minute. Denver might be a great place for Terry Rozier. Okay, let's do that. All right, I'll All give right, you bull so. bull. Oh man, <laughs> you just you just want to get rid of bull bull, don't you? Yeah, I want to get rid of bull bull. Man, you're the guy that likes the Euro stash guys. He can sit for a while, but he needs it. But we didn't stash him in the Euro. In yeah, Europe. We uh, yeah. have him right here in Denver. But he's not he's, getting paid nothing. He's not getting paid nothing. He's also not getting any minutes, so he's not developing. That means he's a completely that's worthless true. asset. There's, that's true. And that means that's true. He, we're gonna we literally spent a pick on is somebody this, we have no use for. Is this the first year he wasn't two way though? He wasn't G League also. I don't remember. I think so. So he was doing both. It's irrelevant to me. So all right, you're the you're the you're Tim. Uh, you're I don't. The, I don't the, want, the I don't want him. I don't want him. Okay, I don't so. want to give up. I don't. I don't have. I don't know who I'm giving up. I don't like it. Call me. Call Detroit. Call okay. Detroit. Call ring, Detroit. Ring. Call Detroit. 
This is Detroit. How can I direct your telephone call? Hey, man, I got Terry Rozier here. I just I just uh, inked a deal with, with uh, Mike would, Conley. Ooh, you did just sign Mike Conley. By the way, brilliant signing. That guy's really grinder. We wanted him, you know. Um, Rozier. Oh, ooh, I don't know. I'd have to extend him right away. So we're, we're having this conversation assuming he's willing to sign an extension with me. We already talked to Terry about that. He said, "Man, if you guys work it out, he there's some there's Cade, some future there." He and wants you, to play Cade. <laughs> yeah, he wants to be teammates with Kate. I get it. I, hey, you know and, what? And, and there's some pieces do. there. There's some bigs. He's gonna get a lot of minutes. He's gonna yeah. be. He's gonna get a lot of shots up. He's he's still only 27. He's yeah. got he's there's got five that. he's got five years of of prime time basketball still. Uh, what do you what think? Do you, it, you know, what do you think? You know, what do you what do you need? What I do you need? I don't need a ton, ton like star player back because it's frees up some money for me, and I already got Mike Conley. So uh, let's go with the old Pistons roster here. Well, uh, let's talk. Let, I mean, let's talk about who's uh, who's not even an option. All right, because you're not right. you're not going to get Jeremy Grant. We just we love him here. He's 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 the face of our franchise now. And Cade has obviously just got here. He's not going anywhere, ever, right? He's going to retire. Retire a piston, all right? So, we got some other guys. You know, we got some other players. How about a... Uh, uh, Josh Jackson's not even resigned anymore. No, Josh, we have Josh Jackson on one year. One, we have him he for one more there. year. You know, Josh, so I got to do. I, I, we got to get to seventeen because that's how the they they work this. So let me let me. We're close. Let me put least. three names together, and it'll get close enough. And I think it'll work for you. I'll send you Jaleel Okafor, Josh Jackson, and Mason Plumley. But you got to sweeten the deal. With a future first rounder, doesn't have to be next year. Like well, a twenty twenty four. Whatever you're that. comfy. Whatever you're comfy. Can we? Can we? Uh, what's uh, Demboya's deal like? Oh, you want Demboya? He's he's just got such a team friendly deal. He's coming back this year at three point six, and then we got the the player the team option going into the next well, what, year. Well, what's Jaleel's like? Jaleel's entering the last year of his deal. So at the end of this year, he comes off your roster. You, then you get to do whatever you want. You get the flexibility. You get to keep the flexibility that you had and, you know, add some length. Uh, is there any way I can work in a, a Diallo in there? So you want Diallo. Uh, wow. You know, See, I'm in Charlotte, we like these dunkers. The thing is, Diallo is not under contract at present. Oh. He is a free agent. I believe he's restricted. I think he's restricted prison. So he's maybe we would work a sign trade deal. We could throw in Diallo in there. We would have to, which means we can get him to whatever number you want. We can make the so, seventeen work. So we'll just know, sign him for twelve. Yeah. So you know, you figure. How about you get, I get Plumley, Jackson, you, and Diallo? No, 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 no. Easy there. Easy but I'm going to give you the first rounder, okay, and maybe, okay. maybe I can do. We can do a, a pick swap for what, like a for another for another okay. one somewhere. I, I like this. So uh, I now, am, now the pick swap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, the value well, is, is num- well restrictions. Yeah, restricted yeah, yeah. pick swap. I get it. So I'm gonna send you Josh Jackson, Mason Plumley, and Hamadou Diallo, and you're sending me Terry Rozier, a future first, and, and a pick swap. A pick swap for next. I, I would like a pick swap next year and your 24 first. So I want to make it a little. I want to. I want to make sure we were even trade here because, like, I assume that my team be better than yours. 
So uh, I mean, Kate the, Cunningham's so, pretty fucking good. So the pick, don't, don't so the pick swap, you know, the don't value, for, the value for next year is uh, is is in my benefit because I'm gonna have the better pick. You're gonna have the the higher pick in the yeah. draft. So I'll have you'll be keeping your pick anyway. Yeah. So let's do a pick swap, uh, a 2024 pick swap. I'll give you a 2023 first round pick. Okay. That and works. I want to do a 2025 pick swap. Deal. You know where you okay? Good, good game. You know where you fucked up here though. If you do this trade, you no longer really need to spend money on Nerlens Noel or or Rashad Holmes or anything like that. It, it what it does is it. I guess you didn't fuck up. I mean, it's it's good. It it saves your resources for the for following Kawhi. off season when you need to talk, to, or or even this off season when you need to talk to Kawhi. Right? Um, it also frees up my my draft capabilities where I'm not looking for a certain big or trying to trade down. I can take the best player that fits. I just I just made the Pistons really good. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> that yeah. means they got. Our Pistons one was pretty good. Anyway. I just made it better. Really, yeah, Grant really, yeah. Rozier and Cade Cunningham yeah, pretty, as your as your stout. trio. Woo! And you sucker, you just took Plumlee off my hands. That yeah, but good. I only want him for. I just need. No, a, I just need a rim protector for a season, buddy. He's your new Cody Zeller. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've always way more wanted, athletic. You know, I've always wanted to start the uh, the the reality show that pits the Zeller brothers, the Hansborough brothers, and, and the Plumleys. the, the Plumley brothers in different competitions. You know, so but it makes it so I have a rim protector for one year because he looks have one more season, I think, right? So then the next season I have the ability. To make a move to get a uh, upgrade rim protector, and I improve immediately. Yeah, um, and I can get. I got Conley. I got Rozier at the books to make it so it's an even contract type deal. Um, I got uh, Josh Jackson for one more one more year that is under very 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 underperformed. Yeah, and then if, if you can get him to extend at a low number, well, if he performs well, because he's really struggled, but he's a great defender. And he's just really struggled shooting the ball, and he's his where he's been playing at when he's in when he's in uh, Phoenix. He didn't fit the idea of, of of a slasher type of role. He's a bully as a guard like that. Yeah. He, he should be playing a three, and he wasn't ever doing that. But great defender. So I want Josh Jackson. So when I have uh, my my signing dude. Uh, that I don't have to have a young player defending the best scorer on the court where I'm playing, like a good, really good two guard. Did the Pistons trade Malik Beasley? No, Beasley the Timberwolf. Oh, <laughs> you're right. I in my mind I was like, where is he? Because I was picturing him in a blue jersey. Um, I think it's a reasonable deal. I think it's a great deal for both teams. I think it works out really nicely. I like the Boye. Um, yeah. So one of those two deals, we definitely have something worked out, you know. Like, yeah. well, let's get some opportunities and see what's going on. Conley trade Rozier, or you don't worry about the guard position. You you maybe you get some depth there, but you then it, in that case you go and you sign whether it's Rashawn or you sign a seven footer. You sign you know, a big man. So I really want Devontae Graham back. So Rozier. If he unless he's playing the two guard, but he's like six one, he's kind of a short two guard. Defensively, you know, to to, to defend the other teams too is tough because there's a lot of six five, six seven two guards. Like Paul George's two guard, he's six eight. That's yeah. that's a tough matchup. 
So, but if I get Devontae Graham, then Lamel or uh, 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 Leangelo, Lamelo. I always mix yeah. him up for some reason. Uh, it's like me with the carpet. Yeah, I'm just like, there's all these little somethings here going on here. <laughs> uh, but then you have a, a, a starting one and a, and a backup one. And then you got uh, Book Knight as a two, that's 6'5", 215-ish, that he's not the best defender, but his size, he's a, you can't get taken advantage of his size that way. Right. And Rozier playing a two, man, he's going to take advantage, just height-wise. Yeah. So I want to move Rozier somehow anyway. I love this deal. I think it works out for both squads. Yeah. Uh, I think we fixed the Hornets. And we might have made the Pistons better than we did the first time. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely fixed the Hornets. All right. This was awesome. Right on. Who's uh, the next team we're doing? The next is the San Antonio Spurs. Oh, God, do they need help. They need a lot of help. Oh, they need us. You know. Stop it. You can't, you're not allowed to say it out loud. You can think it. I can think it. We are not allowed to say it out loud. He's a national treasure, dude. No, 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 no. Man, I would never, I would never, I would never, Greg. I love that dude also. He's doing very poorly with the U.S. team. Yeah, whatever. We're going to have the Redeem team in four years. (laughs) We're going to jam for eight years, and we're going to have a bad one every day. They might call us. They do. They should call us. We would put together a hell of a team. Man. All right, whatever. Let's not. Let's not. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't. <laughs> if we can do a fix the Olympic team four years from now. All right. <laughs> we are going to watch the uh, draft this week or pay attention to the draft this week. And um, we'll talk to you guys soon and we'll fix the Spurs next. Yeah, peace.